Hello, friends, and welcome to Behind the Mask with Doug Sarver. It is the last week of the year 2020, and if you are still here, you know what a tremendous journey this year was for us all. Life has changed so much, and much of this change has us all wondering what is next in our journey of life. I look around, and I see people wearing masks when they go into the stores, just to whip them off when they get out. I've talked to many people, and the consensus seems to be that wearing a mask is difficult and annoying. Many find it hard to breathe behind the mask, and whipping the mask off is such a relief. A few people have told me that they don't like to wear masks because it is hard to tell the true self when they look at people. It's hard to distinguish facial expressions through the mask. I have thought long and hard about the conversations I have had with people this year. You see, behind the mask isn't about the mask we wear on the outside, but the one we hide behind on the inside. We all wear a mask around our souls. This mask hides what is really going on in our lives. It hides our pain and suffering. This mask is intended to keep the real us from being shown to the world. This mask holds our true suffering, pain, memories, and sorrow that are inside of us. There are many similarities between the masks. Both masks make it hard to breathe the longer you wear them. Both masks are annoying and hides our true selves. Both masks will break down and are less effective the longer you wear them and the more that is thrown at them. However, there are many differences as well. One big difference is that you can just whip off the facial mask when you want to. The mask inside of us tends to be more permanent. It becomes more and more difficult to remove the mask the longer we wear it. Another big difference is people can't see our mask we wear on the inside. They can't tell what's going on. They can't tell when our mask is getting overfilled and ready to break down. So what is behind the mask? And why have I decided to start this podcast? Well, I really don't enjoy talking about myself or my past. But I find it necessary to explain to you why I feel so strongly that this is needed. My entire life, I have looked at people and wondered about their journey. When I was young, I believed I could see through the mask people wore and could actually feel the pain that they had. However, because I was constantly told that this could not be, and there was no way that I could do this, I kind of disregarded it. I did everything I could to not look behind their mask, so I didn't have to see or feel their pain. Through the years, I got really good at this, even to the point where I would actually look at people and not see anything but but what they wanted me to see. I thought from a young age that I was called to be some kind of therapist or psychologist, but because I chose to not be involved in this, this feeling kind of went away. I got to the point where I chose other paths to do and was okay with, but deep inside, I still knew what I was supposed to be doing. I was building my own mask because I wasn't acting on the pain I saw or felt. One thing that really hurt me was when my parents told me they were splitting up. 
honestly, I wasn't upset they were splitting up. I knew they weren't going, things weren't going well between them. I was upset with myself for just sitting in there and letting it happen. The feeling inside that I should at least try to help them recover just haunted me. I knew it probably wouldn't have helped, but it's just the fact that I didn't try. And then, to see the pain in my mom and dad's eyes as they went through this. I was still young. I didn't know how to react to this type of thing. I just let it be. I held everything in, letting it all go only to God. God was my refuge, my release of pain and sorrow. I'm not saying anything bad about my parents splitting up or that it changed me forever. They both got on with their lives and got married. They both ended up seeming very happy. And I got on with my life. But the years following the separation kind of helped stop me from wanting to help anyone through their pain and hurting. Mainly because I didn't nothing at that point. I felt I was no longer called to do anything at all. I went on with my life and actually got um, had a pretty good one. I really loved helping teens and believed in my mind that I was to become a youth leader at church. But every time I tried to go down that path, something would stop me. Something would happen that made me think of my true calling of helping people deeply. So I decided to try to help people again. But I found myself no longer able to see through the mask and couldn't tell how people were suffering. So I chose to go online and try to help people in chat rooms. When people were talking a lot about hating life or having issues, I would private message them and try to begin a friend, friendly relationship. This seemed to work for a while. I felt I was really helping people as God called me to do. I talked to this young girl about an issue with her life and had been helping her for months. I really had a connection with her and she told me how much I had helped her decide not to end her life and that she had finally felt happy. But one day, she didn't log on during their normal time. I sent messages for almost a week without a reply. Then, finally, I had a response. Only it wasn't from her. Her dad had responded to tell me how much he appreciated everything I had done for his daughter. At first, she didn't, uh, he didn't like that she was talking with a guy. But after reading all the replies, he was okay with it. But he wanted to tell me that she still ended up taking her life. She had had some issues and went to the hospital. When tests came back, she had found out that she had cancer throughout her whole body. And it was to the point that they couldn't do anything about it. This was the last straw. She seemed okay on the way home, but wanted to go for a walk that, that night. When she didn't return, they went looking for her, and they found her too late. I believe this was the incident that completely changed my life. I had many other things in my life occur, but this, this was just too much. My life changed to the point I didn't even know who I was anymore. I went from being an extremely happy, loving guy to having anger issues and very depressed. But again, I kept it inside, or so I thought. My friends and family knew something wasn't right, but they also knew I could normally handle things on my own. I didn't reach out, and I became more and more ashamed of who I was becoming. 
I got angry at work one day when something wouldn't go right and threw a wire shelf piece. It went over the shelving into the next aisle and hit a door. The first thing that came to mind was I could have hit someone. I could have hurt someone bad. And this is something I never wanted to do. This made me things so much worse. The next day, I thought I found myself leaving for work but ended up in the opposite direction. I just couldn't go back there. The pain of that incident was too much. Other issues I dealt with was thinking I was falling in love with a girl that I knew I couldn't have. I didn't really think it was love at all, but in the moment it just added to the pain and suffering. It also ruined our wonderful relationship because I kind of just faded away. Also, my relationship with my best friend was hurt as well. We're still friends, but in those times, it was hard. I felt nobody cared for me. I felt nobody wanted to help me. Everyone seemed happy, but I was devastated. I got to the point I was blaming God for my life. God? The one who was always there through me through everything? The one who never let me down, never hurt me? Yeah. And one day, I had enough of the pain. I told God I was done. I wrote a letter and placed it on my pillow. I drove to the spot where I would jump, just like my friend had done. Only I wasn't as smart. (laughs) The place where I went, I would have been okay if I had jumped, for it wasn't much of a jump. Of course, I didn't realize it at the time, but I didn't even get that far. Where I was parked was on a private drive, and the owner came home and asked me why I was there. He pretty much told me to leave now, or he was calling the cops. Still thinking of others before myself, I said okay, and I left. While driving down the road, away from the spot, I began to pray to God. I felt him talking to me and saying that he sent the owner home early to stop me. God told me that he loved me, and he needed me. He said that I needed to trust him and that everything would be okay. I can't explain everything that happened that day. I felt so surrounded by God's love that nothing else mattered. I went home, I shredded the note, and swore to God that I would never even think of ending my life again. To this day, God has helped me to keep that promise. Times get rough, pain hurts, but God is bigger than it all. To make this story shorter, I will jump ahead. God has blessed me with a great wife and amazing kids. God has blessed me with a good home and a great church family. Until recently, though, I I hadn't felt the feeling of needing to help people through their pain and suffering so deeply. In fact, when somebody else came to our church and ended up saying that I would be a great youth leader, I jumped at the thought of it. I prayed to God and was sure he said it was time and I needed to do it. But before I could start, I had that feeling again that something wasn't right. I spoke with God about it for weeks. Then I realized it wasn't being a youth leader God wanted me to do. He said it was time for me to get back to helping and the hurting. Then when I said okay to God, things changed. I told God I wasn't ready. And now I was too old to start down this path but I knew his response. So I told him I would do whatever he wanted 
but I really needed to know everything and needed his help with it all. So for over two years now, I found myself listening to music that has changed my heart and soul. I have seen and heard more and more about the pain and suffering of others. I find myself getting more and more hurt when I see someone who has pain in their eyes. I may not be able to see the past, past the mask, but I can feel the pain in their eyes. I'm still learning what I am truly supposed to do. I still haven't seeked out any kind of professional training. I still have a long way to go, but I'm learning and changing every day. Even my current job seems meaningless now. Fixing ATMs just does nothing for me anymore, but it pays the bills. So, I have felt this longing to do something online to help people. I began a YouTube channel called Behind the Mask, but felt it just wasn't right. It hurt too much to read the stories about people hurting and seeing people look at me when it wasn't my story. This is where Behind the Mask podcast came into view. I started searching and thinking of what I could possibly do while trying to figure out everything else out. The podcast just seemed right. It felt right. Well, this is where we are. This is the first podcast of Behind the Mask by Doug Sarver. I don't really know where this is headed or even if people will like it. It will probably change a lot through the next year because I'm not really sure how I plan to do this. But I felt this is the perfect time to start the podcast. We will see how and where it goes. My current plan is to talk about good stories of people who went through the valley of hurt and pain and made it out. I also want to talk about people who are currently going through the deepest, darkest parts of their life and maybe offer some prayer and support. The object of this podcast is really to help people through their pain. Maybe make it a little easier for them to remove the mask they hide behind and begin to heal. Maybe it is to give someone hope when they have no hope left. I don't really know, but my plan is to have a weekly podcast for now and see what happens. If you want to help me figure out the best way to do this or even share your story, go ahead and email me. I will take in any advice, criticism, or help. I offer this podcast to God. May he work through me and this podcast to help make it people make it through their struggles and maybe rip off their mask. What's behind the mask? Well, it is what you make it. What's behind your mask? Whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're dealing with, we can work through it together. I love you, and I will never make fun of you or try to belittle your pain and suffering. Thank you for listening to my story. I pray it has a good impact on your life. I pray you will find it helpful in your life. I pray you will find the stories behind the mask relevant to your story. Next week, we will start the stories and hopefully help save a life. Thank you again for your time, and please, Don't hide behind a mask. Signing off for now, with love, Doug Sarver.